0: Welcome back to another episode of Vikings happy hour sponsored by Lake monster brewing East side Jitsu, And that's badass wood art. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button 3,100 followers. We got a bunch of stuff to give away. So let's get those subscriber numbers up. In fact, I was looking at the analytics the other day, 70% of the people that watch this aren't subscribed. So if you're one of those people hit that subscribe button, we got some stuff to break down other than the game on Sunday, um, it was announced probably what hour and a half ago, five o'clock ish, on uh, on Wednesday night that the Vikings have added Cam Akers of the Rams in a trade that will send a two thousand twenty six conditional sixth round pick to the Rams for Cam Akers in a 2006 7th round pick. Two thousand
1: six, wow. Okay, two thousand
0: twenty six.
2: Devonte <laughs> <laughs> uh, Downs. So no, that was that was more recent. <laughs>
0: Um, oh yeah yeah so we're seeing we can talk about the Dalton Reisner thing too but let's talk about acres because it's it's fresh and in new news here we're seeing this team kind of be a little bit aggressive is probably not the right word to use but I mean they're trying they're trying to do something instead of just let the issues that have plagued us through two games keep plaguing us so what are your guys' thoughts quickly on, uh, on just the Cam Akers trade, and is it more of a threat to Madison or is it more of a threat to somebody behind him? Miles? Uh,
1: I th- so I think it's kind of a subsequent, like, threat to someone behind Madison. I still think it's going to be Madison's backfield unless Akers comes in and, and, like, really, like, springs and, like, comes to life in the run game. Um, but he's still gonna t- take a little bit of time to get up to speed. Like it is a new pr- playbook, even if he's familiar with some of the terminology and things, it's still new, but like running backs usually have an easier time jumping in and, and getting going. So um, like it was a it was a, a free it was basically free. Like they're not yeah, uh, 2026 is literally it's 2023 right now. <laughs> like that's the furthest draft pick that you can send in this case. <laughs> like it literally is the like because I don't think you can send anything beyond like three years out um, so that's like the literally the last pick that they could they could offer to, to like kind of get this deal done so um, it was dirt cheap so it's a low risk move um, you kind of get a guy that's who had a pretty good end of this year with the Rams last year kind of felt has fallen out of favor a couple times but is familiar with KOC and West Phillips um, and at the same time they needed to just bring somebody in that has a little bit more familiarity I think maybe I it's hard to call Cam Akers anymore. Like someone that has like a lot of juice because of the Achilles injury. But I think there is probably a little bit more juice than like what you get from Madison. Um, And so we'll kind of see how he, how he factors into that.
0: Did you guys, so obviously my, my like draft expertise came recent. Like I didn't start really following prospects until recently. Um, What was it? uh, What was the, the talk about cam Akers back when he came out in the NFL draft.
2: He was actually touted to be, I mean, I, I don't know if it, it's to this extent, but he was touted to be like the next like Dalvin cook. Right. I mean, obviously that was the comparison, both coming out of Florida state. They're both explosive runners um and, and whatnot. But the, the issue is as is, yeah, as miles alluded to, he, he tore his Achilles two years ago. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to come back from that last year, really, really poor start to the year. Obviously there's that weird situation that was happening as, requesting a trade, didn't get traded and then came on really strong at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, so coming out of the draft though, I mean, he was supposed to be like an explosive runner, similar to a, a Dalvin cook, but with a li- probably a little bit more, uh, a pa- like receiving chops than Dalvin had coming out of college. Now Dalvin ended up developing that a little bit in, in, in the pros, but still, I mean uh, we did prefer Madison in those situations a bit last year. So
0: you think that he's going to like, obviously I don't think he plays this week. I could be wrong. Uh, but will he be more of like an asset in the passing game? Um, is he a good a good run or like pass protector I guess I don't know I mean
1: that last part I'm not sure about Um, but I think from like a receiving standpoint he's probably pretty similar to like what we currently have okay. Um, I wouldn't expect the run game in itself needs work and I don't think Cam Akers is going to come in and just like fix like all of the issues like I, Freddie brings up a great point they only have they have the least amount of rushing yards in the, in the NFL after two games um, they have 69 rushing yards they don't have a rush over 10-plus yards. So, like, that in itself is just – it's not just the running backs. It's also the scheme and, like, the players. So, yeah. I think we can kind of, trans you know, um, segue in a little bit of, like, Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner, now, it wasn't brought in because he's, like, a really good pa- uh, run blocker because that wasn't kind of his thing in Denver. It was more pass pro. But you kind of hope because he's familiar with the scheme that maybe it'll be a little bit of an easier transition for him when they do in, in the run game. Um, and so – Maybe he's a little bit better in that in that area than what we've seen so far because he's familiar with it.
0: Um, one thing I want to bring up, and Freddie's kind of done it in the comments, so we might have to get Freddie to do our show notes for the <laughs> for the for Vikings Happy Hour here soon because the two things he put in the comment are the exact th- same things I had written down. Uh, the Vikings through two weeks have 69 rushing yards on the season, the fewest in the NFL, and the fewest through two games by any team since 2019 the Dolphins and the Bengals. But then this one is even more glaring, in my opinion. Only team this season without a rush attempt of 10-plus yards. Man, so I thought
2: that first rush attempt of the year was close. It must have been nine uh, <laughs> because you know, that wide-open hole. But, yeah, you're right. I think it was nine eight or nine. Um, well, I was just looking at the stats here, too. So, Akers last year, which he had about 188 attempts, obviously is some of that weirdness that happened uh, throughout last year. He – Ended up uh, with seventeen explosive runs last year. So, and explosive is defined as ten plus ten plus yards. So he had seventeen. To by comparison, uh, through I think it was like ninety-two or ninety-six um, attempts. Madison last year had nine. So, how many did attempts did Madison have? Did you say uh, like 90 96 oh, okay. Sorry, I missed something yeah, like that. Yeah, got you. Yeah. So, so pretty pretty roughly, he pretty had comparable. not. He had nine in about as half as many carries now yeah. he doesn't yeah. have one this year unfortunately um Nobody and acres acres <laughs> yeah right acres this year does have exactly one in the one okay. game that he played in his 22 carries he had in that game so again just to point out i I don't think to miles's point earlier, I don't know if you're going to get like this super explosive guy. It's not like we're adding Tony Pollard um, to this squad or anything like that. But what you are getting is somebody who did come off of a pretty strong finish to last year. Obviously it didn't start great. Um, it seems like he lost his starting job to Kyron Williams, which is why he probably requested the trade. Um, but hopefully, you know, new team, new life, maybe he brings a little bit of juice a little bit of hey i'm i'm going to show the los angeles rams that they made a mistake trading me i
0: you know, hope they so they made
2: a mistake not believing in me whatever it is
0: it's always so tough like with mid season kind of acquisitions the level of expectation you have like i think last year with hawkinson it was different in the sense that hawkinson had proven himself a little bit in the league and you know we just kind of knew he was a, a better player than what we had in Irv Smith at that time. It's hard to kind of set an expectation, I think, for Cam Akers, at least in my opinion, on like what to even project he's going to be, what his role will be on this team. Cause I don't, it think... feels like we
1: should temper expectations for both him and Reisner. Like, I, yes. I know, I know it's being touted as both guys coming in, like Akers, not so much. I know, I know, I don't, I don't think fans are coming in and being like, oh, Akers is going to come in and have a thousand yard season, those types of things. But, but we're definitely, if he did
0: though. What oh, we
1: well, do? I mean, that'd be, that'd be legit, but do you want to make that your um, bet
0: this week, Ryan? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause you guys
0: lost last week. We did lose. We did lose, Um, yeah.
1: uh, but, uh, no, I, I think the tough part is people are coming in and touting like Reisner is like, not, not like a savior, but essentially like someone that's going to come in and solidify that offensive line. And I'm not saying he can't, but I just think we need to temper expectations a little bit. Like, um, these guys, the, these players are, they're both at non-value positions. Like, um, that's, that's one thing. That doesn't yeah. mean that you can't help improve, but they're not like the wins above replacement. Like maybe Dalton Reisner, I think it was Dalton Reisner over Ed Ingram. It's like a 0.25 wins over replacement over like more than Ed Ingram. So that does factor a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, we don't know what kind of player Reisner is going to be here and like where he's going to play. I, we're all assuming right guard but we just, like, we haven't really been confirmed yet. So, I, again, just going back to my first point is just, like, I just don't think we need to, like, we should just temper our expectations a little bit. Like, it's an sure. 0-2 team that need to make, that needed to make some additions because of some of these areas just weren't performing the way they should have been the first two weeks.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um, Nick, Nick Miller uh, from Climbing the Pocket here. I, I thought maybe he would join. I guess I didn't formally invite him, but um, he shared the Arif tweet about just the the rush yards over expectations last year between cam Akers and and dalvin cook and it is kind of funny because they are right next to each other in the room pretty similar yeah yeah um this year and last year so freddie you're the you're the biggest uh cam Akers supporter thus far man (laughs) i love it um let's talk about the other acquisition of the week uh one that fans have been pushing for i think even dalton reisner himself has been pushing for uh since back in training camp but uh the Vikings made the move. They signed Dalton Reisner this week, one year, four ish million. I don't have the exact number on on the top. Of it my was head, but... two point two five guaranteed, and they could okay. be
1: up to four million. So if he's if he's on the roster for the rest of the season, he's essentially going to make four million. It sounds like.
0: So I want to pr- pose a question to either one of you and just jump in. Um, the Vikings have yet to. They've been very coy on announcing a position for Dalton Reisner. Um, are you reading any are you reading into that at all? Do you think it's it's more Bradbury protection? Are they concerned long term about him? Um, Do you think it's Ed Ingram? Do you think it's Ezra Cleveland? I mean, there's a plethora of options that Dalton Reisner could jump in and, and fulfill. But I'm curious what your guys's thoughts are on just the signing in general and where he's even going to play on the line. Go ahead, Ryan.
2: Well, yeah, I was texting my, I was texting, you know, a friend of ours, Crockett, uh, about the signing when it happened. And what I do love about Reisner and what I liked about him coming out of college is he was position versatile, right? Ever since his freshman year of college at Kansas State, he had played pretty much every, he has played pretty much every position along the line, including center. Now, obviously, he hasn't probably taken any center snaps uh, since, I want to say that was freshman or junior, uh, sophomore year of college. Um, and and then, of course, he ended up becoming a tackle uh, at one point uh, within his college career. But so he has that versatility. So my initial instinct wasn't necessarily, um, oh, we're signing him for sure to take over at Ingram's spot. Um, or to take over Ezra Cleveland's spot my initial instinct was hey we're signing him to take over Ole Udo who we lost for the season who also had outside of the center but he had that position versatility to be able to play tackle and or guard in a pinch so that that was my initial instinct um, now you bring up a good point at center because it seems like Bradbury's injury he's not pra- he didn't practice today. So he's another do not practice that's pretty much every uh, since the injuries happened that game one he hasn't practiced. So my guess is that's probably a long term thing. Do you bring him in to compete with Schlottman at center? I don't know. He hasn't played any center since college. So I don't know how easy that is for him to be able to pick up and and, and get back into. But Schlottman's not great. So but and then at the same time if you're wanting to bring somebody in at center there's centers out in the market that you can probably go and, and and who have played center more recently. So I don't know if it's just a very versatile man, uh, you know, player on the offensive line that you can plug and play anywhere you need to. Um, and then also maybe light a fire under in Ed Ingram's, you know, you know, butt, so That's to speak thing, to, though, to get him going, but we, I don't think he comes in and replaces him right away.
0: We all, I, and maybe I'm just way off base here, but, We always are. We're always talking about like, well, well, replace, let's replace Ed Ingram. Let's replace Ed Ingram. And I'm not saying that's not why they brought him in. But I think we still should be talking about replacing Ezra Cleveland at some point. And maybe, I mean, through two games, I think Ezra Cleveland's performances have been fine. I don't think they're spectacular by any means, but like
2: pass blocking is pretty good. But uh well, according to PFF, I don't you know, I'm, I'm just looking at all their scores right now. And his pass yeah. blocking has been solid up according to them. But his run blocking has been
0: atrocious. Do you think this is just outlandish? But do you think the Vikings say, you know what? Ezra Cleveland, we know he's going to leave after this season. And he wants to go get play tackle or just make more money. And that's not going to happen here. So let's get Reisner in, get him up to speed, trade deadlines just a few weeks away, and then they just roll with Reisner and Ingram.
2: I already see Miles saying no. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think they're focused on this year right now.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you get to that point of the trade deadline and things aren't going the way you want them to, that's a different scenario. But right now, they didn't bring Dalton Reisner in just to be a um, – just like sit back and watch. They they The injury to Ole Udo – had an impact because they needed to bring in depth. Um, and I think I would assume now that Blake Brandle will probably kick back out. Um, and uh, it... Kevin O'Connell
0: said today that, uh, is it Quessenberry? Quessenberry? Mm-hmm. He would be the starter at left tackle.
1: Yes. No, no, I know, but I think maybe, but. Brand, brando they, becoming the swing at least right now or like um, oh i picking got you, back I got out you. to r- the right side of the, of uh, right tackler. like the hard part is that you kind of have created like a little bit of a log jam because brando was your interior backup yeah. but you bring in reisner you now have three guys with uh with uh ezra cleveland uh, um ed ingram and, and reisner like one of those guys has to sit or i guess schlottman too like i think someone brought up the point i was listening to a college show he had um uh who is the uh former Vikings alignment Jeremiah Searles on yes. his show and he'd mentioned that he saw Ed Ingram taking snaps this summer like or like earlier in the in, in the offseason training. Maybe he they did that to, last like, year too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they maybe they do feel like this is the time to like cross-train Ed Ingram at center. Um and maybe mm-hmm. he'd be a better fit at center. I mean again I'm not this is this is it's the middle of the, the tough he part hit, here is he his...
2: can't he can't trip Kirk Cousins doing that. <laughs> well,
1: you could. Well, let's hope. Well, on. <laughs> but the, the the hard part there is it's like literally the middle of the season. So it's a really that's yeah. a tough transition to make. But that's just like an, a possibility that we might see.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but at the same, yeah, like long story short, the, they kind of have a log jam in the middle. One of those three guys needs to like cross train basically the three positions if, if Bradbury's gonna be out long term, too. Like, yeah, that's the, that's the thing we're kind of in that situation. Like one of those three guys needs to be able to snap the ball and fill in at left guard, right guard. And maybe Brandel helps with that too, a little bit, but like, maybe you do move, make Ed Ingram, like your backup center right now um, and let him focus there. But because I think he could probably use a reset. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe it is time to just like, it's not just about Ed Ingram long-term. Like maybe what's best for Ed Ingram long-term is get off the field, take a reset, and just kind of work on the fundamentals and the things and not have to do it on the field. Like maybe that's the best thing for him right now.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Um, I don't I don't think we see Reisner or Acres this weekend, uh, versus the Chargers, but oh
1: maybe not Acres, maybe not Acres. Like he he might dress, but I like we probably won't see we haven't seen much of any okay. running backs besides Madison, anyways. They've only run the ball, what, like 15 times, so um, but, but I, I think we're going to see rise if, if they feel he's like ready to go by Friday, I would have, I would not be surprised at all. If he was, if he's, if he was ready to go,
0: something we'll keep an eye on. Um, want to give a shout out by the way, for everybody uh, here in the chat. Thank you so much, Freddie, you're lighting it up too. So just a special shout out for you. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Also the news that broke with cam acres, it was released. Like what I said, at like five o'clock shortly thereafter, you know, who else had it, our guy bikes insider. So make sure you go over to Instagram, make sure you follow him on Twitter. Um, it's about as up to date information that you can get from him. So make sure you go follow him on either of those platforms. All right. We're talking about the game this weekend. We have some things still to talk about that we alluded to earlier in the show. You guys lost your bet last week. No comment.
2: I'm happy we did.
0: Are you salty? Yeah, I
2: mean
0: well, I mean no, I would well, rather I'm legit, like you, I'd rather lose game. Game. that.
2: Well, yeah, no, that but, too. But also I want to see those guys be successful. So no, yeah. definitely not
0: salty about it. Uh, the bet was over under 159 and a half receiving yards between Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Uh, Justin Jefferson had 159 on his own. <laughs> uh, and then Jordan Addison followed up with 72 and a touchdown. You said so. KJ Osborne or
1: something. What did he? Uh, I would guess you it was Bill Bennett. You would have needed. You know what? JJ did it himself, like
0: you said. So it didn't matter. Really you would matter. have had to do a combined bet of Justin Jefferson's receiving and, yards and, and Ty Chandler's rushing yards. And you would have been <laughs> right on the money. <laughs> 159 but uh appreciate that freddie uh yeah thank you freddie uh so the vikings head home this week after a tough loss in philadelphia where they again more self-inflicted wounds to take on the chargers who we talked about on monday miles have probably had more heart-wrenching losses this season than we have going toe-to-toe with the dolphins and losing and then losing last week versus the titans Is i mean what what are you guys' thoughts going into Sunday's game? Um I I no thought last... Eckler, which is big. It sounds like no Austin Eckler. Yeah, I was looking at that injury report. So they got three guys Austin Eckler, Joey Bosa, and uh, Eric Kendricks. And oh Bosa's banged up. Oh shit. They're all questionable with leg injuries. So that, that could be a huge one. But just let's let's start overall thoughts on the game. Um, what you're kind of looking for. And uh, maybe some matchups you're, you're looking to maybe exploit. Um,
1: Yeah. I think, I think for me, it's, it's the, how we handle their passing game because they, they're a little bit more like true pass happy. And I think week one, they ran the ball really well. It sounds like, but like I was with Eckler, Eckler's hurt. um, So that might change a little bit of like their approach, but I think the Vikings won't have the same approach against the Chargers that they did the Eagles because you're not as worried about Herbert running the football like he can mm-hmm. run. That's not, that's not what I'm saying is it's like, but they don't really design a lot of runs for him the way that the Eagles do with Hertz. So you have to, you defend him a little bit differently. And so you don't need to have like kind of like a NASCAR package in that same way. in on early downs, maybe as you get into passing downs, obvious passing downs in those situations. But um, I think the areas to kind of take advantage of or try to focus on,
0: did you just have your child bring you a beer? Of course he did. Wife. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Sorry, my Miles. Child, not my oh, child. You're old.
2: I mean, I have done that, but no. Yeah,
1: you definitely say. have done that. <laughs> um <laughs> I think from like a defensive standpoint, the area you kind of want to focus on is – because they have a pretty solid offensive line. I think they've done mm-hmm. a good job of like revamping their offensive line. Um, But – see if I can do this again. The area you might want to try to take advantage is maybe right tackle. I, I think Hunter against Trey Pipkins. I think Pipkins is solid. Um, but Hunter um, should be able to win that matchup. So that's a, a matchup you want to win consistently. Um, other than that, I am a little bit worried about everybody else. Um, on defense, not not like not that we can't shut them down at all, but I'm just I'm I'm a little worried. And then on that, the flip side, like Murphy and
2: Allen matchup should be interesting and fun. It should
1: it should be, but I think I think Murphy match boy. Are, well, I like both of them, but yeah, yeah, Keenan is my guy. Um, but I think they I think Murphy matches up well against Keenan because he's not like a burner. And I think that like and he's it's more about the shiftiness and those things. So I'll be curious to kind of see how how they play that. Um and then again, I think Evans and um Makai Blackman on the outside have a little bit more of a challenge um against the uh uh Mike Williams and, and maybe Quentin Johnston. But I will be curious if Josh on Palmer. defense Josh Palmer, right? I will be curious on defense too, and then I'll let Ryan go here. I'll be curious if they stay in the the dime package with Josh Metellus as the linebacker and Brian Murphy, right? Or and then Brian Murphy stays on the outside because that's kind of what we've been seeing. Um, or if we see Murphy shift more in than into the nickel because of Keenan Allen, um, and then you bring Makai Blackman in. So I'll be kind of curious because you haven't seen a lot of Makai Blackman the first two weeks. I think he's got like thirty snaps total in two games. So yeah, I think I'd be. I'm just interested to see kind of where they handle that.
2: Yeah um for me it's i mean the whole season's come down to the same answer that i have right and that is the trenches so both offensively and defensively that's where this game's going to be decided on the outside i don't like they do have good quality corners uh, i think they still got michael davis and they got jc jackson um you know they they have uh that that safety jerwin james mm-hmm. right so like they have some good players in the secondary but honestly i just i have so much confidence in our receivers to win uh downfield Hawkinson to win downfield and and in the intermediate that I you know I'm not I'm never gonna really highlight those matchups honestly unless it's like you know best on best with Justin Jefferson but in the trenches is where this game's gonna win uh you know be decided because the, defensively they have some really strong guys uh I mean obviously Bosa we'll see if he ends up playing uh they still have Khalil Mack who's I mean, he's not what he once was back in the Bears days, but he's still and and, and obviously in the Raiders days, but he's still a quality player. Their um, their they're linebackers again, Kendricks is qu- uh, questionable to play, but they do have uh, Kenneth Murray and uh, they have um, Matt's Matt's guy linebacker. Diane is it Dylan Henley?
0: I forgot how his uh, name. Dayon Henley. Dayon Henley. Yep. Is he? Uh, is he even playing right now?
2: I think he well, – oh, I mean, I would assume he's a third linebacker off the bench, I would assume. And if Kendricks doesn't end up playing him, I'm assuming he'll get some play time. Well, Ken Murray sucks. Oklahoma uh, he's God. been playing pretty decently this right. year, I feel like. But uh, <laughs> you're only saying that. I get it. I get it. He hasn't so, but, been very
1: good, though. I will I will say like that. Like, he's kind of been a disappointment as a late Oh, person. for sure. As, as,
2: in the career, yeah. I thought he was yeah, going to yeah. be really good, yeah. and, and, and he hasn't lived up. But I think he's been playing better this year. I don't know. Matt, you probably have his PFF up there. It's right um, up there, yeah. I can't really see it, but,
0: um, 43 and a half. Oh, he's the so I just out of 79th linebacker.
2: Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I watched a couple of their plays this year and I was like, Ooh, he just like had a huge sack. So I was like, Oh, he must be playing better this year, but Nope, he must not be <laughs> based on PFF. But, um, so, you know, and then, and then on their, on their defensive line, Sebastian, Sebastian Joseph day, he's a solid player. Um, so yeah i mean they got some guys up front that will challenge our offensive line and then on the reverse can our defensive line do anything to create pressure on justin herbert outside of outside of daniel hunter saw marcus davenport it was another do not practice today which is disappointing you know you want to see what investment we put in you know obviously it was a you know tens of millions of dollars right so we want to see that investment pay off and unfortunately he's just been hurt and i didn't realize his injury was as bad as it was i messaged you guys that earlier today like oh i didn't realize it was like a serious thing where you're going to miss two maybe three games now that's that's yeah. tough um but i think that's where the game's going to be won and losses in the trenches and you know we watched the eagles and their ascension to success over the last couple of years and it's because they invested so heavily into the, into both sides, right, of, of the trenches. And I think it's time to maybe start following that model. Obviously, we have the playmakers outside now, so we don't need to worry about that. Hopefully, our young secondary can develop. Now let's go beef up the trenches outside of quarterback, of course, if we decide to move on from Cousins this year.
0: Yeah, I was over um, – I was hanging out with Thor Nystrom the other night. I uh, watched some Monday Night Football with him, and we actually had this conversation mm-hmm. – just about how the Eagles go about their drafting. And yeah, they've paid attention to the trenches, obviously. But the one thing that the Eagles do, which I applaud, is they they really always do just draft typically best player available. Um, it doesn't matter if they have people at that position already. Um, they're willing to stockpile assets. And it's why they've really gotten – to a point where they have a line of Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter and Fletcher Cox and just all these dominant defensive linemen. And so, yeah, Ryan, to your point, I think the Vikings should look to do that. Um, Sometimes when you go into the draft and I, and I'm a quasi Stan, but when you go into the draft, don't try to like get cute and overthink it. Like Kyle Hamilton was probably the pick in uh, 2022 that, or Jordan Davis, with or, yeah or jordan davis um so i agree with you ryan I, th- I think we should probably invest in some of those trenches um what is your what I is you guys with that a, flip um yeah what is your what is your thought on thanks ryan what is your guys's thought on if we lose on sunday light are you, what <laughs> <light of match>. <laughs> 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 I said light a
1: match. I like, I've been, I've been having like combos with like people like Nick Miller and like other people just about like this scenario. Cause I'm, I'm trying not to doomsday anything because like and oh, two is and two, but like, but at the same time, like you, like both these teams are in like must win game. Like you, you hate that a must win game is literally week three, but you've kind of put yourself in that situation when you start and two and you lose to a team like the bucks and the bucks are two and 0 like, and I know they got they've kind of they got to play the Bears week two, but they played us week one and they beat us. Like so I again, I'm not even sitting here being like, oh, the Bucs are a really good team. I don't think they're that that good of a team, but yeah, you know I think they're more. a little
2: better than people thought they were gonna well, be done, they, of a certain they, quarterback. They,
1: oh okay. They've done enough to win two both their games, which is you know, to difference than what the Vikings can say. So um, but I would say you, you definitely hit a panic. I think that they're trying to prevent that now with some of these moves. Like I don't think like Riser and Acres are going to completely prevent you from losing on Sunday, but they might help just a little in a, in some of the small areas that you need. But yeah, it'd be really hard to to not hit the panic reset button because you're kind of in a situation at that point. Oh, and three, like what is it? every one in one in every 50 teams make the playoffs starting 0 and three. That's like in damn near insurmountable. Um so Well, that,
2: it, it's tough odds, but at the same time, our it's not the tough part of our no. schedule was always going to be the front, the first half, right? Like, yeah, we, but, like, when coming lose, in, but when you are lose, we were expected to be, yeah, we were expected yeah. to be one and two. Well, again, my own expectations, which mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong, right? Obviously I have been was yeah. we were going to start one and two. That was that was my expectation. I thought we were going <laughs> to lose to the Chargers, and I I thought we were going to lose the Eagles, right? So we're not all that far off from what I anticipated, and I still thought we probably snuck into the playoffs this year.
0: But no, now but we, we need, need,
2: but now we need a steal one. So this is one where, yeah, in my yeah. opinion, based on what I thought, this is a stealable game, right? Mm-hmm. And it really is. and you know it, it's looking more and more like there's a couple of stealable games on here. You know, mm-hmm. I think we play the Bengals this year, right? You calling that a stealable uh, game? I'm just saying, like, Bengals.
1: no, we don't play the AFC North. We play the uh, AFC West. AFC, so okay. Like
2: Broncos, Chiefs. Uh, oh yeah, Chiefs of course, targets. yeah, because we're playing the Chargers. Chargers. I don't know why I thought we played the Bengals. I don't know why we. I thought no, that. but um, um, either way, but there's another. There, you know, there, there's games out there that you can potentially steal. There's some yeah. top teams that aren't playing as great as they mm-hmm. were. Uh, they were supposed to, right? So, and then you have teams like the Bucks, who are uh, granted they had two easier opponent, well, one easier opponent than us, uh, but you know the Bears were also supposed to be better. Than oh, they were we Shandler. do play the Bengals. Thank yeah, you. I thought, I thought we did, yeah. Um, I, I so, need to look
1: at the schedule again. Before. And
2: obviously you don't want to play them in December because essentially that's where they always get hot. But, yeah. you know, right now they're not looking like a great team and maybe they're having a little bit of a fall off. So yeah. there's there's games that you got to go and steal. One game that you got to go steal right now and still potentially have the opportunity to make the playoffs. Hopefully this is one of them. But yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we're 0-3. Panic, 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 right? I mean, look at the Lions last year. Didn't they start one and six, and they they were? Mm -hmm. I mean, if the Seahawks lose their game, they're in the playoffs, right? So they
1: started one and six, and then traded Hawkinson,
2: (laughs) and then traded Hawkinson, and then became hot. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, But you know what I mean? Like there's opportunities for you to go, and and especially in the second half of the season, that's supposed to be where we can make a little bit of a run. So I'm not going to panic if we lose. Um, Now, obviously, if we're zero and five, that's when I'll probably start panicking.
0: The only reason I'm not panicking yet is because the whole NFC North lost on Sunday, and I think that is a huge benefit to the Vikings. I, I it had the had even the Packers and Lions won and really had that two game lead already to start the year, like that is that's tough. What are you grinning
1: about? I I I think I get it because yes, it matters what other teams do, but I like and I'm not you saying got a you're haircut too by the way, didn't you? No, that's why I'm wearing a hat. Actually, I didn't. Oh, it's <laughs> uh, a nice uh, hat, though. Thank you. Uh, what I hate the most, again, I don't think you were doing this, but like I hate relying on other teams and like what they do. Just we need to take care of business. Sure. Like, and again, Matt, I'm not. Matt saying, I'm was not,
2: for sure doing that. By the way, he was for <laughs> no, no, I don't sure think, doing that.
1: I don't think Matt was doing that, but I, I just like the one thing I hate is like just the idea that oh well, other teams lost, so like we're okay, even though we lost. Like no, 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 like just like win like you know no, what i mean like so you I take see- care you take care of your own although and it doesn't matter what <laughs> Yo, other teams do is that like i, word? I is that see your point well, i meant to say like your own and i just put it like, I, hey, know, I, you know. Know. You I know you know what know. i meant so, though
0: i, I see yeah, your point sure. miles but at the same time like it is a factor like of course the, it is the, Matt, the fact that's that all... everyone's one and one quit being a hater miles i'm not being a hater i'm just i'm just telling you my frustration actually
2: flip there that is a good point. If we were one and four, I would panic, and that would mean that we lost to the Panthers. And the Panthers, by far, look like the worst team in the NFL.
1: Right well, now. it doesn't have to mean you lost to the Panthers, but yeah, you could lose Sunday. Well, oh, I guess yes,
2: we could. It, it, no, if we're yeah, one and how four, you that get, means how you get
1: to one and four could could be. Oh, like, I guess
2: we haven't won yet. You're right. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. but either way, yes, if we lose to the Panthers, it's okay
1: I, though because other teams I would have really lost. Panic. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, at what point?
0: But uh, yeah,
2: hey, flip. There's a very good chance we are one and four. But and then we get, and then we have to win the Bears. You got to win the Falcons. You got to steal one one of these and games. The
1: Falcons the, look a little bit better than we thought they, they would. Do, they, for they would sure,
2: too. you would have real to steal quick, a game against real, the Bengals. John Robinson running against or the, the Niners. Oh,
1: shit, B. John Robinson
2: going for two fifty. Dude, literally, those cuts were insane. I mean, but I've seen them for like three years. Can so. we
1: can we talk about that real quick? I know so Ryan, you mentioned the trenches, and I think I think that's super important for this game. But like, how do you think how do we think the Chargers attack us? Because they watch the Eagles and like the Eagles rain it down our throats, but at the same time reverse that their de- running back. Their defense at no, I don't think so either without Eckler. But their defense on the DB, their DBs have been susceptible, like, like horrible. Yeah. And like like, how do, I, I'm just curious, like, what the Chargers are going to do because we can't, I, as of right now, cannot run the football. Do they just, like, essentially triple team Justin Jefferson? Doesn't mean they'll cover him, but, like, essentially just, like, force us to try but, to like, run the football. Luck.
2: But good I, luck. triple no, team him. I, I know. You have Addison, curious. you have Hawkinson, you have KJ. I'm, like, but I, KJ's been dropping hell. He's asking balls, you but a question. He'll figure it out. I'm, he'll figure I'm out. asking <laughs> you a question of, like, if you were the Chargers and
1: Brandon Staley's um, your, your defense, would you basically just, like, dare the Vikings to run the football?
2: You should. I mean, you should in theory because we can't. We have shown not to be able to do it. And their their best part of their team probably right now is the trenches, um, and that's probably the worst part of our team. So yeah, I mean, I, I would try, but like, I don't, how, at what point can you do that and be successful? I guess because essentially that means you're doubling Justin Jefferson and mm-hmm. one of Addison mm-hmm. and or Hawkinson, and then somebody is going to be able to still get open, and you still have KJ, right? Like. I don't know it's, what you do. I think you trust noting. the high, high price JC Jackson to do his job. And yeah, I don't know. I don't It's know.
0: worth noting as well, that the, the chargers, as they come into this week are allowing the most passing yards in the NFL through two weeks. Um, and at the same time, depending where you get your information from, because I've gotten conflicting uh, reports here, but uh, according to pro football reference, They've only generated 10 pressures, which is uh, 31st in the NFL among some other teams. So they can try to double Justin Jefferson. But I still think the way to beat this team is is in the air, um, just given that they have not played up to par. And maybe those stats are a little skewed, just given the fact that they went into a shootout, essentially, with the Dolphins. But I um, I think, th- well, I think that's Freddie... the way the Vikings attack them.
2: And Freddie asked us a question earlier over under 54 points total this Sunday. Ooh, I mean, I'm smashing, think? I'm smashing over like crazy. Like, like
0: crazy. because I don't
2: think either one of our defenses is going to be able to stop each other or like stop each other's offenses.
0: Man. I hope, I hope we can stop them. I, I talked about it on on our show with Monday or on Monday with miles. Um, I just want to see the defense like be allowed to play with a lead for once because i really think that will open up brian Flores's defense i don't maybe he just blitzes more to, to get more pressure but yeah I, I i hope it's not a shootout for that sake because I, I would like to see the defense actually get a lead and can actually do a little bit of pass rushing
2: i just can't imagine it not being a shootout personally but i hope you're right like i like obviously that's what we all are here for right as vikings winning and of course if we get a big lead and be able, or even a modest lead and be able to turn up the pressure and force them into passing situations and, and, and create wins that way. That'd be awesome. Is
1: it crazy that I kind of would be worried if it wasn't a shootout?
2: Like more so because got like a random, like defensive struggle. No,
1: no, not, not no, 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 no opposite. I'm saying the defense plays well, but our offense struggles. No, like that's that what I'm would... saying.
2: Like a defensive, yeah. oh, sorry, a defensive struggle, meaning like it's a very defensive game.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, that would because be weird. Because the Vikings offense has been so reliant – like, we've been so reliant on the Vikings scoring points. Like, like this isn't the, the Zimmer era where, like, Zimmer loved this team only giving up 17 points, 15 – you know, 14 points. His and record in those
0: games was phenomenal.
1: It was. But, like, it's a little bit of a different story with this roster and how we're built, like, now. And so I'm just I, – I feel like I might be a little bit worried if it went that route just because yeah. then I feel like our – but I think the one one thing we do have is Justin Jefferson, so he could go off at any point. So that also makes me a little bit more confident. God, how
2: good but, is he? It's but it is treat. it's wild. Like it's a you kind of just have
1: like a trump card of like, hey, our offense sucks. Let's just throw it deep to JJ, like, or, or throw it like, intermediate just, and let him just like break th- a yeah. tackle or something. Like, it's just crazy. You, you just kind of have that like. And Addison,
2: yeah. look at your boy. By the way,
1: yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I, he I still doesn't think take some... credit
0: for it though. Ooh. Is you. that are you being sarcastic? Oh. He was very coy on Sunday or Monday. <laughs>
2: oh, well, no, what? that was, I was like Do that you feel was by far Miles's top guy.
0: He switched at the last second. Don't let him tell you different. Who switched at the last second? You did. You switched to Zay Flowers at the at the very end. No, that was y'all. No, I, I was
2: I was higher on Zay Flowers for sure. Y'all uh, kept moving. Actually, I had Addison at I had Addison at four.
1: Yeah, y'all, y'all are the ones that I had Addison at two.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had you did. I remember. Jason at one,
1: Addison at two. Uh, I'd have to go back. I think Flowers yeah. at three. Yeah, Quentin Johnson three. at four. Okay, and then uh, i think uh, obviously... Jane Reed. I probably had Jane Reed at five or six. Like, yeah, I, th- I
2: think so. Yeah, I had uh, I had Mims. Obviously, why wouldn't I? Well, yeah, <laughs> we know th- that. at three. Yeah. But hey, he had a good game too last week. He did actually. A bunch of rookies went off. The rookies, Jane Reed the rookies went off too. Good. Yeah. yeah, you know who hasn't uh, been doing the well? The only one who hasn't Qu- Quentin Johnson.
1: Well and JSN, but he's been hurt. Like he's still
0: dude's got like he's a play, but nice
2: yeah, name. he hasn't yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um let's um unless you guys have Boy, Michael
2: Wilson had a couple grabs this last game too. And yeah, that's your guy. I mean, that's like your sleeper guy.
0: Yeah, yep. Unless you guys have any other thoughts on the game, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition us to our our chat GPT segment. <laughs> Oh boy! And, Super excited uh, for this. And also, uh, we'll just close out with uh, predictions, and then we need a bet for the game as well. So let's do a bet. Someone uh, should look up. Actually, I can look up some prop bets for Sunday. Um, so here are the questions, and last week I just rushed through them, so I apologize. I will, I will give you an opportunity to respond. Um, But this year, this week feels a little different with these questions. I'll just give you a little hint there. So the first question is, I feel like every chat GPT one starts like this. When did the Vikings and Chargers first face each other in a regular season game? 1974, 73, 74. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Close. It's very close. 71. Oh, wow. Uh, All time leading passer for the Vikings in games versus the Chargers. All time what? All time leading passer.
2: Mm. Between Grant? them, uh, Miles Fouts, it. Dan Fouts. Oh
0: no. Um. The the shitty. Th- I should really go and just verify some of these answers because I have no idea if they're correct. <laughs> uh which quarterback holds the record for the most <laughs> passing yards in a single game between the Vikings and Chargers? Dan Fouts. Philip Rivers. This oh, is Rivers. Warren so, Moon. Oh. 485 yards in 1990.
1: Oh, even well, even further back.
0: Play for us in
2: 1990. I thought he was with the Oilers at that point. I don't know.
0: I I thought he got to
1: Minnesota in like 94, 95. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't even on the team. (laughs) Yeah,
2: golly, chat (laughs) GBT.
0: Um, there's no way this is real.
2: Miles well, like, "What the hell are we
1: doing?" <laughs> Who rushed for the most yards in a single game between these two teams? Chester Taylor, two hundred ninety-six.
0: <laughs> Did you look it up?
1: No, I'm just oh. guessing that's how this shit's gone. That's <laughs> uh,
0: largest margin of victory between the two. Um, any guesses?
1: Like thirty. The one game the Vikings beat the dog crap out of them. Um, maybe not thirty, but like twenty-four.
0: They, they say it's 31, and they say that the Chargers beat us 38-7, to 7, which feels like it feels inaccurate say, only because of the Eagle-Viking game. What Did it say when that game was? No.
2: No, nope. of course. They don't I mean, know. Easily could have happened. Who knows?
0: Um, this one's easy. Who holds the record for most rushing yards in a single game between these two teams? Did it actually get it right, though? It did it did okay adrian peterson that was my Um, first
2: live vikings game ever by the way
0: i listened to that on the radio i was at work i worked at a grocery store it was in high school (laughs) which former chargers linebacker became a notable player for the vikings later in his career ben Lieber. wrong what junior seau didn't you know
2: oh i forgot when he played for (laughs) us yeah legend but actually ben lieber is technically a correct answer
0: yeah it is the correct answer everything is just like it's so close but it's just a little bit off but Um, also i
2: don't think ben lieber was notable oh i
0: know you know i'm just except
2: for uh the the phantom deep deep, the uh uh defensive yeah yeah
0: uh the other ones i'm not gonna do uh (laughs) they're just stupid questions um which stadium have they played the most games in? The Metrodome was the winner of that question. So it is what it is. But let's get Pulling to um, let's get to this weekend versus the Chargers. Let's take some um let's take some guesses on what we think the score will be. So I'm 0 2 on the year. I, I was I we did
2: no you guys are one on one. Pull. You picked the Eagles. The, yeah. You picked the Vikings over the Eagles. Yeah, yeah he is he is being optimistic as Matt always is. Which so, hey, the show needs a little bit. This is Matt. Yeah. Matt,
0: Matt I'm, I should give you this sweatshirt. Gladly, I'll wear it next next show. Um, what would you guys want the bet to revolve around? Passing yards, rushing yards, receiving, sacks. What do you want? Let's do Vikings rushing yards. All yeah, oh, first, it's
2: got to be rushing yards. Yeah.
0: Okay, and you I'm wanna- going to say the under. Do you want like specific player rushing no, yards? No, no,
1: no, team team rushing yards. Team rushing Cause, yards.
0: Cause the, and I'll take the under. Because the prop- we just
1: don't know if we
0: just don't know if Akers is going to play. I don't want to like go in that situation like Okay. Yeah. Let me pitch this one to you though first. The the over under for Madison on Sunday is 58 and a half under. So do you want the team or do you want Madison? Well, the team one at that point is probably like 60
1: 65
0: yeah <laughs> like, kirks kirks is three and a half if you want yeah, to so, yeah
2: so the team,
1: the team rushing that's stats that's like is, is, is like the, over is less than 75 essentially so
0: like all right so let's do let's do 62 let's do 63 and a half total team rushing yards on sunday
2: gosh i'll take the over I would take under if Akers doesn't play, and I'll take the over if Akers can't. does play. You
1: you don't get to no, hedge. You don't get to... you don't get to. You don't get to hedge. Just pick.
0: I'm saying I over. assume I
2: I I think also Akers people is... in the
0: chat, if you I... want to get in on this, hop in. Sixty three sure. and a half rushing yards total for the Vikings, over or under on Sunday. I'll take I'll the go. over as well. Man, I was gonna take the over. We can't oh, all well, take the ball- over
2: well i just i if acres plays i think he busts a, a bust a decent size one just because he's on a new team it's going to get the it was scripted they wrote it in the script acres hey,
1: what, what, what side bet do you guys want to get for what jersey number he picks i said 19 i think he's going to wear number 19
0: can i know i don't know which ones are available
1: i just no, looked that's... i looked it up and that's why i said 19 because it's literally the only number like within under number 30 like like the number thirty, it's like between numbers twenty nine and one. It's the only number available. Hold on one second, because to the yeah. twenty numbers are are taken.
0: Where do you even see the? Uh... Just go
1: to the roster and look at look at the numbers.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's that's using logic right there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Sort by number. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I forgot. I forgot. Davenport was zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for how many games it. he's played. Ooh. I'm gonna say nine because nine's available apparently. No, it's where is that retired? It's Tristan Jackson.
0: Yeah, but he's
1: it, he's it's technically he's, available.
0: It's Go available. Look at the
1: practice squad. It is not available.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't get to keep that if he's on the practice squad, does he?
1: Yes, he does. I'm sorting he's by on numbers. the football team.
2: Well, yeah, but like you're not. Like he could easily not be if somebody said like, hey, come over here
0: complete for I'm going to go I I got one. I got one. I just have to verify they're not on the practice squad. 31.
1: Gross.
0: That's what I'm going with. Side bet 31. It fits perfect too cuz it'd be right between CJ Ham.
2: All right.
0: I'm still Wayne. saying 9
2: because I don't I I think uh He'll pay Tristan Jackson out since he probably could, you know, since he's not on an NFL contract right now. Well, he All right. is on an NFL contract, but practice right. squad's different. Like yeah. they get paid like. No, way I know, less. I know. But until I'm, I'm so, like he'll just pay him for that number if if he has to. Okay. I think he takes nine.
0: He already lost Ryan. Um,
2: oh, is that already out there?
0: No, no, I'm just saying. Because oh, okay. no, it, it won't won't be until <laughs> he passes his physical tomorrow. Sure. So you guys are over on 63 and a half?
2: Can't wait for you guys to have to buy me a beer at Lake Monster.
0: <laughs> I'll, Some I'll of the
2: best Ryan, beer. In Ryan, what the hell? I thought you were going to go under, though. I was until I thought about Cam Akers and the script that I read the other day.
0: I'll take the under. Shit. We got to be different.
2: Right. Yeah. I always just choose the Miles chooses because he's smart.
0: Yeah, well, he's wrong last week, so... so well, um. Well, all right, so the over under this week is 54 points uh the last I saw is what was it Vikings should over under is
1: 54 points
0: yeah we're plus
1: one yeah oh
2: I will take the over on points for sure
0: yeah we're we're plus one at the moment though PFF if you go by theirs they oh they did shift today. Hmm. hmm. Matt, what
1: are you doing? You're not talking, so I don't know what we're what we're doing. Well, I thought you guys
0: are gonna do like your prediction.
2: <laughs> oh, on the on if we if on we the wait. game. Okay. Yeah, I guess Miles I didn't so really I... segue you guys. You did. No, you no, you're say right. Anything. Anything. No, you, you did a great job, Matt. It's it's our fault. Uh, Miles, <laughs> go ahead. Could be better. Let's tighten that up, okay, Matt? I was like, damn, it's quiet
1: <laughs>
0: out there. Um... Just, like – I'm like thinking You're about the whole
1: the, the the host of the show is like, man, it's really quiet <laughs> on the show right now. I wonder what's going on. Like, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a one score game. So like, let's just preface that. Like, I'm just gonna say that every week because like the Vikings just continue to do that. One score game.
0: Um, it's still quiet, so I'm just talking to Phil. 30, Space.
1: Yep, thirty four. <laughs> 34
0: 28. Okay. Vikings. He'll regret that the second we go off the air. <laughs> it's okay. It's not like. Yeah.
1: 34 uh, 28 Vikes, huh? Yeah. It's going to be like 17 to 14.
2: Ryan? I'd say 31 28. Field goal wins it. Bitch. I haven't. I haven't been to the games where we've lost 2 in a row at home.
1: Are you going to this game too? Let's go, David.
2: I I actually do I, I am going to go. Love that prediction. I also, I also That's a cool ticket. one. It's available. Like
1: that, yeah. Anybody looking for tickets hit Ryan up. So, um, If
2: not, he's going to take
0: me and Miles for free. What? I'm not well. going.
2: I don't know about that, but uh but yeah, so I'm gonna say Vikes win just because of the fact that we one, we need to, and two, I haven't lost two in a row. I've never been to the stadium and we lost two in a
1: row. If if I go, I'm wearing my uh Keenan Allen jersey, so I don't,
0: don't be you don't
2: wanna do that? I, hey, I wore a Baker once.
0: <laughs> I got a Darren Sharper jersey you could wear. Jesus Christ. Gee, of course <laughs>
1: you do. Of course Why you would still you even have say it. That? <laughs> Of course, you still have it too. What do you do with? Do you have him? his
0: aut? Do you have his autograph? Throw it, burn it, <laughs> whatever you. need no. to do did he sign My it? God. <laughs> no, no. Matt, did you I, meet him one time? I do. I did meet him one time. I <laughs> I specifically remember being like a kid. Most of he a like, really nice guy. He tossed his sweaty once. ass gloves to us. Um, can... I'm gonna go 27-13 Vikings.
2: Oh, shutting them down, huh? I think so. On uh, the Vikings this week. All right. Well. Hey, the optimum.
0: I'll always be the Vikings. <laughs> hey, last word.
2: year you picked against us a couple times.
0: A couple times, and
2: we won. The year before, <laughs> this, you literally picked us win every game. Every game, like, come yeah. on, man!
0: And I was on a heater. There was one game where I predicted the score perfectly. Yeah, if you remember did. correctly, that and that'll bad. happen again this weekend. Because uh,
2: very, very proud of you.
0: So, any final thoughts from you two? I'm just waiting for you to send me a prize picks thing. So, oh yeah, do you want it? <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> uh, my last lest, thoughts
1: here. Unless they want to sponsor the show. If Prize Picks wants to sponsor the show, then we can.
2: Dude, um, i hit them then up then right I'll, now. I'll do it all the time. Yeah. Right. um I'm excited I'm about the K thing. I don't think that he's going to be like this crazy big difference maker, but I think by the end of the season, he is probably our leading rusher.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I mean, um, at this point, it, it would make sense, right? Like, I mean, he's only like what 26 yards behind yeah. Edison
1: right now. <laughs> yeah. So don't have a lot to worry about.
0: All right. Well, that's all I got here. So, uh, again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, hit that like and subscribe button. 3,100 followers. We are doing a giveaway. Tons of Lake Monster apparel to do. Um, we still have a Josh Metellus jersey in, in the works. Uh, Once we actually talk about it Sunday after the game, there will be a Vikings final score. It might be me hosting it TBD on Jason Brown. Um, But uh, yeah, just keep coming back to, to climb in the pocket to Vikings happy hour. And uh, we got you covered for the rest of this season. And hopefully when we see you guys next week, we're one and two heading into a, a game versus uh, the Panthers. So Until next time, everybody, thank you and Skull Vikings.